Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Tay, with my co-host, Corbin, and today we have a one-of-a-kind special guest. Nonetheless, James Rule XRP. How you doing today, James? I'm doing great, guys. How are things going? Doing great, doing great. We are so happy to have you. Absolutely. I mean, nonetheless, your name has XRP in it. We've been big fans of you for a while now, following a lot of your work, and yeah, it's truly an honor. And I appreciate that. Uh, I've been on three interviews today, and I tell you what, the schedules <laughs> have been tight. But yeah, that uh, I'm glad I'm here with you guys, getting the word out. You know, people get to learn more about me. That's what it's all about. Of and uh, and I, I appreciate your feedback. That's awesome. Of course. So if you don't mind, just starting with a brief overview to our our community on who you are and what you do for a living. My name is James Rule. I go by James Rule XRP. That's my stage name. Uh, <laughs> I'm a full-time cryptocurrency teacher. I've been living, uh, born and raised in Southeast Texas near the Beaumont, Port Arthur, Golden Triangle area. I haven't left. I've been planted here all my life. Uh, I worked for Coca-Cola for 17 years as a salesman. I went into the oil fields in West Texas uh, for nine years. I landed a, a refinery plant job here on the Gulf Coast. Um, for three years, was laid off during COVID, and uh, the rest is history. I created a YouTube channel. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Uh, started jumping into the rabbit holes, researching. Uh, I got 10 subscribers on YouTube, and I was like, oh, shit, we're on to something here, man. <laughs> and, uh, and next thing you know, the rest is it. Two years later, the rest is history. I've, I've interviewed some phenomenal CEOs projects on the XRP Ledger as well as other projects, and uh, I'm just blessed to be able to do this full time now. That's beautiful. That is amazing. That's our that's our end goal too is to be able to do this full time. Yeah, we'll crank out a video Amen. every other day. Stick with it. You know, uh, most uh, CEOs and companies are willing to speak with you if uh, if you send them a script. You know, you sure. have to send them a script ahead of time to kind of get their approval. But it usually works every time, and it's worked gotcha. for me. So yeah, just stick hard, stay hard at it. Keep doing what you're doing. You'll get there. Consistency is key. Yeah, we've had a we've had a couple of big influences on like Crypto Mason and then just tons of XRP and HBAR NFT projects that just continue to snowball effect into our growth. That's awesome, man. Keep yeah. at it. Keep knowing what you're doing. It's fun. It gets yeah, better. It is. You got <laughs> to enjoy it, too. That's exactly. the big thing. Yeah, 100 percent. Yeah, because people can see the passion. They can read between the BS if, yeah. you're, if you're really not into it. Yeah, it can't be superficial. Yeah. No, you got to be. All. Yeah. So, James, what was the, the first crypto you actually invested in? Believe it or not, with the name James XRP, it was Bitcoin. Back in uh, uh, 2017, I was working in the West Texas oil fields. I was making damn good money, six figures. But I thought, you know, what else is there to invest in besides 401ks, penny stocks, yep. all the above? I found Bitcoin. I was, you know, I, you know, and the thing that gets me, I'm a computer geek. I've, I've been in computers since the eighties. I knew about Bitcoin when it first came out. I thought it was a joke, you know, digital money, this will never, you know, happen. And then last year it hit $60,000. I was like, shit, if I would have had a thousand Bitcoin, I'd, I'd be set for life today, you know? So, uh, working in West Texas, I found Bitcoin right before about mid 2017. Uh, then I started jumping into other rabbit holes because when you work in the oil field, if the if the wells are what they call Cadillacing, you just sit on your ass and you get paid 24 seven. So <laughs> I had Google time, I had uh, Netflix and chill time, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> And I found Bitcoin and right before the bull run at the end of 2017, I found XRP. I didn't know who Ripple was. I had yeah. no clue who Ripple was. I just knew that XRP was a token that was way less expensive than Bitcoin. So I put, I flipped my Bitcoin into XRP. I rode the bull run up all the way to 384, rode it back down, you know, 99 cents. I bought more at 99 cents and it kept freaking dropping. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell did I get myself into? But you know, throughout the, the last few years, I've, I've done a lot of research. I've studied the ecosystem, not just Ripple, but the XRP ledger in general, uh, the utility, the use cases, the projects. I'm an ambassador for several uh, projects, legitimate projects building on top of the XRP ledger today. And uh, yeah, XRP is my, my top holding uh, uh, along with several others. Yeah, I, I knew it couldn't just be XRP. It's normally everybody no. starts out with something else before they get into XRP hey, and realize. Yeah. Before, before we continue, none of this is financial advice. Of course, of course. Of course. Every, yes. no, you, you make your own decisions, you invest in your own uh, <laughs> projects, 
I'm not responsible. Don't come Amen. looking at me. Yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. We are not <laughs> responsible for any of your financial choices. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. So what initially oh, yeah. made you consider cryptocurrency? Obviously, you said you had a lot of time on your hands. You wanted to get away from the 401k and just basic penny stocks and regular stocks. What, what gave you that drive to just pursue crypto and pursue Bitcoin? Because obviously, in the beginning, a lot of people thought Bitcoin was like a facade and stuff. Nobody really believed in it. Nobody knew what the technology did. Like what really gave you that initial drive and interest? Well, I had some extra cash on my hands. There you go. Uh, it wasn't in 401ks. It wasn't in penny stocks. Penny stocks were a joke. I made a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there, you know. But uh, I was just taking a crapshoot. I, I, I was just, I, I was betting on the casino. And, uh, you know, wow, it's amazing. You get in mid-2017 and, and all the hype that happened in December of 2018 or 2017, all of a sudden these uh investments started just blowing up you know yeah. my 401ks weren't doing that my penny stocks weren't doing that this this was an asset class that I, I had this aha moment like oh shit i mean we're on to something here and then once i started really researching all the different underlying ecosystems i got more excited it didn't matter what the price was it don't matter what the price is today if you know what the underlying ecosystem is, if you have faith in your investments, all you got to do is ride the roller coaster like I have for the past five years. I mean, if you're a day trader, you know, good luck to you. I'm a long term hodler, not financial advice. Uh, I've been holding up for five years now, and and that's the way I'm going to continue because we're not even near uh, the end point or the, the fruition point yet. You know, not at all. No, yeah, it's, it's the smartest bet Nowhere to just near. hold long term. Trading can be a very complex sort of I don't have the patience. I don't have the time. Yeah. I deal with so many people in the public. I receive yeah. hundreds of messages on Twitter every day, uh, YouTube videos, now TikTok. Now I'm on TikTok, baby. James <laughs> nice. TikTok. I'm where all the cool kids are. Come check me out on uh, TikTok. But uh, yeah, same thing on YouTube, James Roy XRP. I'm, I'm easy to find. But uh, yeah, it's it's a passion now. And like I said, from all the research I've done, hopefully the community and people that follow me take the breadcrumbs, run with it, do their own research. And a lot of them tell me, James, you're doing the research for me. I don't need to research. Bullshit. You need to research it <laughs> yes, yourself. Yes, you do. Yep. See the proof, see the see the golden uh, opportunity down the road by doing your own research. It makes yeah, you feel course. better. Yeah, you can't always believe in everybody else around you. You have to believe in yourself. That's a That's very good, vital man. factor. Yeah, and it also helps sort of, I, I call it the, the, the crypto callus, because you're going to watch your investment. Like, I check it every day because I got the callus. But initially, it was really painful watching it do this all the time. Constant roller coaster. Up, down, up, down, up, down, up, 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 and crash. And like... Yep constantly so you eventually just get this callus that's like well i believe in this tech so much no financial advice that i'm just going to hold on for you know as long as it takes at yeah. this point well, like tell you what I did. i'm not going to tell you i'm not going to tell you what's in my bags but on my mom's birthday april 14th of 2021 last year my net and and i'm not bragging i'm just i've been in this for a long time uh my net worth was 2.4 million and then uh, yesterday I checked it, it it's uh, about 400,000. So it, the neat thing about it is I could laugh. If, if I were like a, a regular average day Joe, not knowing what I was invested, I'd be crying. I'd be probably suicidal, whatever you want to call it. God, you know, God love it. Nobody does that. But but yeah, yeah. from 2.4 million to 400,000, you know, possibly 100 million in the next couple of years. I mean, the sky's the limit if you're invested in the right ecosystems. Not financial advice, but I'm having fun. I'm enjoying this roller coaster. Of course. It's because you know what you're investing into. That's the thing. You know what you invest into, James. Pardon? I said you know what you invest into, and that's a very important factor, you know? Like, you're confident in your investments. If it can take that big drop from 2.4 to 400,000, you know that well off five, ten years from now, you're going to be fine. And that comes with confidence, and that comes with understanding your investments. 100%. 100%. Yeah, but just like you're about to say, if there's blood in the streets, you better take advantage of it. Exactly. Back that truck up, damn it. Not financial <laughs> advice. Back up the damn truck. 
Three for a dollar XRP. What are you bitching about? Three for a dollar XRP. I mean, really? You know, people were bitching and moaning when it was a buck thirty. Oh, I wish I would have bought more. Now it's thirty cents, and they're like, "I'm gonna wait for it to go to eleven cents." Yeah, bullshit. Yep. Yeah. You know, don't, don't, don't get that out to the universe because it'll happen. You know, get out. It's going to be $10. Get it out. And you know, it's amazing. So many people are going to FOMO on a $5, a $10, $100 XRP because they're not going to believe in, in it until there's dollar signs attached to it. And I tell yep. people that all the time. Once they, they, they see don't that 100%. Know the yeah, once they yeah. see that 100%, 200%, then they're going to want to follow that 300, 400. And then next thing you know, we'll be listed on Coinbase going to 15 plus dollars. Hey. Makes sense. The hard facts, but yeah. I have oh. faith in it. Yeah, yeah, of course. So speaking of XRP, you know, we got this lawsuit going on with the SEC that seems to keep dragging on and on and on and on. Why do you think it has dragged on for as long as it has, James? I mean, obviously none of us are Jeremy Hogan, but, you know. <laughs> if Well, I have a couple of uh, speculations uh, my first one, which is, in, and I believe in the laws of attraction. If you get it out to the universe, it's going to come back to you a thousand fold or whatever. And I've I practiced the laws of attraction since 2006. I want to say since that movie, The Secret came out and it works. You know, sometimes you walk to your mailbox, you'll get a check for a thousand dollars for paying too much on your escrow. And you're like, holy shit, the laws of attraction works. You know, you get it when you least expect it. But in my heart, I feel that. Yeah, of course, the SEC don't want to lose. They're already looking like a bunch of idiots because we've already proven the, the William Hinman E3 pass. We've already, you know, Jay Clayton, the cover-up, consensus, all the above. You all know what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. But when you really look at it, you really think about it, is, is the U.S. banking system, are they working on integrating these blockchains into the banking system? Is that why the delay is taking place? I mean... You know, there's all kind. There's all kind of speculations, conspiracy theorists, whatever. I feel it's a combination of both. I know the SEC don't want to lose; they're dragging it out. Uh, you know, when are we going to flip the switch in the U.S.? When are we going to replace SWIFT, ISO 20022, all the above? I mean, there there's so many opportunities. There's so many things I could say. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, sure. yeah, because the you actually might have a point about maybe they're delaying because they want to integrate it more because the Fed just recently announced that they had actually delayed the some of the some of their roadmap for ISO integration. Twenty twenty five for Fed. Where I'm like, that's bullshit. Yeah, it uh, really you, is. Your mind, stop lying, Fed. <laughs> tell us the truth. It's happening in September. Shut the hell up. You know, nah, just trying to spread nah, fun. I, I, mean, so I don't know when it's going to happen. You yeah. know, Fed now. One of the guys from Ripple uh, works for uh, the Faster Payments Council. I forgot his name. Craig DeWitt, maybe or he used to be with him. And uh, I asked him some questions. He follows me on Twitter and I said, Craig, man, when's this Fed wire going live? Is XRP going to be? He's like, I can't say nothing. I can't say nothing. <laughs> I can't say nothing. I'm like, uh-huh. Like, I kinda, when they say I can't say nothing, I'm like, they know. Oh, what'd, you, what'd you just tell me? You know, so. That was NDA oh, no, speak for yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I give you my two cents. I tell you the way I feel. I'm human. Uh, if I get it out to the universe enough times, maybe some of that will actually take place here pretty soon. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you never know. You never yeah, know. If we say XRP to 589 enough times, maybe it'll take place very I, soon. Who knows? I'm $5.89, $589. <laughs> exactly. Yes. yes. Yeah, there we go. You, you got you to specify that. So. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many fun schizo rabbit holes to go down with XRP. It's, it's such a joy to research and go through stuff with it. You know, I'm so excited about these projects, these legitimate projects, you know, like uh, Shiba NFT. And many of you will laugh. Shiba NFT, you got BPM wallet, spending ticketing on the blockchain. You got uh, uh, XRP phone. This guy created a, uh, uh, a phone service that integrates with uh, QuickBooks. Cool. You can pay for pay for your uh, items with XRP. I mean, you got uh, Xpector. They're building a metaverse uh, where you can have they're going to have real estate. Uh, where you can actually be a, a real estate agent selling property in the metaverse. I mean, that's coming. And and now today, I just became an ambassador for uh, Paleo uh, Paleo Coin. They're they're uh, paleontologists that are building on top of the XRP ledger. They're going to create NFTs, 3D NFTs of of true uh, fossils. They're going to create an app for schools and colleges. And I tell you what, I, I could go own and own and uh, what's going to be tomorrow. Who's going to hit me up tomorrow. Who's going to say, yeah. Hey, look, I'm doing this on the XRP ledger. I'm doing this. I mean, it, we live in this incredible time. You know, I grew up 
when the internet of information came out, when the yep. internet first started, I had one of the first email addresses in Beaumont, Texas, jr at gt.org. I don't have it anymore. I had a dial-up modem. I had a 286 computer that had the three and a half and the five and a quarter inch floppy drive. Uh, I, I still remember that dial-up sound in my head. You know, oh, yeah. you got me on this, that squealing 2400 baud modem, 56K. If you're my age, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And now the cool kids have no clue what we went through. You know, if you're downloading, if you were downloading a Metallica song on Napster 25 years ago and somebody picked up the phone, you're screwed. You have to spend another three hours downloading that freaking song. Believe it or not, <laughs> that's the way it was. So, oh, yeah. You know, living, living in that era of the Internet and now living in this era of the Internet of value and blockchain and, you know, Web 3.0, Web 4.0, whatever. It's it's freaking amazing. It blows me away, man. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm blown yeah. away every day. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? It's like as as the Internet speeds have gotten faster and faster as time goes on, because I remember those times, too. I was in a kind of low income home in, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. We had dial up. We had, I think, Earthlink. <laughs> yep. and it, it was like you it would take forever to download something off of like i'm not saying i did so i don't implicate myself but like limewire or like napster or oh, something uh, like that everything was funny whenever uh roadrunner first i know we're kind of getting off subject roadrunner uh was uh time warner's high-speed internet it came to beaumont texas and so i figured out limewire and and all this other different stuff I started downloading movies Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. And all of a sudden, I get this email from Time Warner saying, "Well, the Motion Picture Industry of America has uh, caught you downloading copyrighted material." I said, "I don't know what you're talking about. Somebody <laughs> pulled up in my driveway and hacked my uh, modem. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." And they're like, "Okay, sir, just make sure you password protect your modem." And I was like, "Yeah, we're only going to download one load, download one movie at a time, not ten. You know, so <laughs> you know that was the good old days. That that was the good old days. Now, now everything's streaming. You got Netflix. You got yep. you know social." Social media, TikTok, you know, kids never leave the house. They, they have everything they need on, on this device, you know. And their and, attention uh, spans are just slowly going downwards. Not even slowly. It's, it's already like a, like a goldfish at yeah, this point. Yeah. They can't yeah, even and, last and 30 now seconds. The metaverse, here in a couple years, you'll never have to leave the house. You know, Uber Eats, you know, you just sit home, you got your goggles on, you never leave the house. You know, but not you me. Press I'm one button in the metaverse to order you some Chipotle home. Got some Boston Dynamics robots patrolling around, <laughs> making sure you don't leave because of another pandemic. <laughs> but, but I'm old school. You know, when I was yeah, interviewing Dirk a while ago with X Spectre on Zoom, I was interviewing Dirk and I said, you know, I'm not going to, I'm going to enjoy the metaverse, but I'm going to travel the world because I'm going to create course. a TikTok channel called I Told You So. And everywhere I go, I'm going to say, uh huh, I told you so. <laughs> and, you know, people are still laughing at me. I told about XRP five years ago. And uh, a lot of them called me last uh, April, my mom's birthday, when they saw it was like a dollar eighty-seven. Oh shit! Where do I buy it? Where do I get it at? You mm-hmm. know, and I told them. I remember hey, it was those. five for a dollar when I told you Kmart Blue Light Special. You know, I gave you an <laughs> yeah. opportunity. I didn't. Yep. But hey, people are crazy. P- people don't believe in it until no, they've researched it enough, and so many people aren't doing the research. Oh yeah, yep. buy buy this meme coin because I bought it. You know, it'd be like me telling you go to a Ford dealership, buy F three fifty red just because I told you to buy it. You don't need to test drive it. You don't need to read the papers, understand the gas miles, just buy it. You know, that's basically what people are doing today with crypto. Yeah, it's like me saying buy a safe moon. Yeah. Yeah, buy a (laughs) meme coin. You know, yeah. Sheep of the moon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All a joke. But uh pivoting pivoting back to the real cryptocurrency here. Back to reality. Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) So you know, with XLS 20D on the horizon, the, the NFT integration, and a couple other little things that are going to come with that amendment. Why do you think Ripple would spend time on NFTs when their main focus seems to be on, you know, big time payment remittances, large institutions and things of that nature? I'll be honest with you. You know, most people hear NFT, they think of a. A, a little picture of a dog or an or ape or a monkey or something. NFTs are going to be a lot more than just art. NFTs are going to be real estate. NFTs are going to be the tokenization of things. When you're looking at tokenizing anything that has value and putting it on the blockchain, that's what it's all about. You know, you already got Proppy. I think Proppy's already doing real estate on the blockchain. You know, they're tokenizing real estate. You know, you can, you can tokenize the Eiffel Tower, the Washington Monument, whatever. I mean, that that's what 
the way I see NFTs now, when NFTs first came out, yeah, it was pixelated pictures. Oh, this is going to all be a, a joke, you know, but with XLS 20, I feel that it's going to be a lot more than that based on the tokenization of gold, silver, hmm. you know, the sky's the limit, all the money, yeah. baby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pax, yeah. Pax Gold is actually already doing some sort of a similar thing on Ethereum. Just really cool to see they they've actually got like a full gold vault fully audited by multiple large institutions. Pretty cool to see. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, that's that's yeah. very and, interesting. Yeah, and each each token is the equivalent of one troy ounce of gold. And wow. the the price of it actually follows the price of gold. Whatever Bitcoin does literally does not touch what Pax Gold does because it literally is fully backed by gold. That's crazy. Oh good. So, yep. so it's completely uh, decoupled from Bitcoin, like all the other cryptos are, because it's and and eventually all of these ecosystems, the XRP Ledger, Stellar, V Chain, all of the above, they're eventually going to decouple. Yeah, you know, they right have hundred percent. Yeah, I mean that's going to happen. I, I can't yeah. wait till that day happens. You know, it, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's like a bunch of butterflies that are all in a cocoon right now. You know, kind of following the motion of the ocean with Bitcoin. And then as soon as they're ready to pop on out with some institutional adoption, they're going to spread their wings and go. Yeah. Yep. Not financial wise. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Get ready. Back up the truck. It's really, <laughs> exactly. It really just comes down to whenever something can just overtake Bitcoin as that number one spot. I really think. I mean, because like it's held that number one spot forever. Like yeah. Nothing's ever overtaken it as the number one. Yeah. I mean, XRP's That's gotten close. That's XRP's temporary. gotten to number two once. That's temporary for Bitcoin. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think Ethereum is going to be the first to to do it because once Ethereum 2.0 happens, I think that's going to cause like a massive alt spike personally. So who knows what's going to happen after that? I think it's, it's anybody's guess, but it's going to be really, really cool to see the next few months here. What happens in the space? Of course. Yeah. yeah, I really think all these bots and financial institutions and governments are controlling these uh, big swings right now. That's just uh, my my honest opinion. Sure. You know, all the big all the big players, all the big whales, all I mean, I'm talking about the extreme whales ran by who knows who is yeah. controlling trying to shake out the, the weak right now. Yeah. And we're not weak. We have diamond hands, damn it. Exactly. Yeah, it exactly. Up, you know? exactly. <laughs> Don't yeah. let up. Yeah, and XRP doesn't have anything that's like that they can really execute on. So for instance, like with Luna, that from what I've heard, it was basically a large hedge fund would basically just took it down. Wow. via manipulating the anchor protocol yeah. and UST and all that stuff. So, let's see if Tether yeah. does a similar thing. <clears throat> yeah, what are your thoughts yeah. on Tether? Tether? Yeah. I, I don't hold any stable coin right now. The, the sure. safest one, in my opinion, would be uh, uh, Circle's US dollar coin. Yeah. But because I think they're working with Stellar. They, they've actually, you know, Jeremy Allaire's been legit. He's been on these committees. Uh, talking to representatives in the United States. I think USDC has it going on. I think they're truly backed by, you know, the U.S. dollar. Tether, yeah. uh, it's a crapshoot. I've heard rumors yeah. that they've been backed by Bitcoin investments. They put the Tether money in the Bitcoin, did this and that. I don't know. You know, Tether's you know, one of the number one stable coins, but I keep no money in stable coins. It's, yeah. it's all in crypto right now, yep. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, if you go look at uh, Tether's market cap, it just is a stairwell up for like a couple years on end. And now you just see stairwells downwards just being decoupled and just billions of dollars flooding out of it each and every single day. People yeah. are scared. After Luna, yeah. people are like, screw these stable coins. You know, the the the, the reason stable coins are so good or were so good, I guess some of them are still good, is because instead of moving your money back to your bank, say you want to do day trading on an exchange, you can exchange it back into a stable coin and yeah. leave it at that stable amount. And when you're ready to reinvest in another digital asset or the same one at a lower price, you just immediately flip that stable coin digital into a digital asset. So, yep. you know, that's the big advantages of stable coins. I was just getting a little bit of FYI out there. I know y'all know this. I just, I just let in the public. Yeah, yeah. All good. And there's, All there's good, a lot man. of like staking like implementations as well. <laughs> uh, I mean, like USDC and Tether, I mean, that there's some good APYs out there that people try to promote and give you upwards of over 10% yeah, on your return. You, 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 can like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> no, you can go to the bank and make 0.05% in 10, <laughs> 10 fucking years on your checking account or savings account, but you can't have 7% on, uh, on these stable coins because I taught it MIT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Yeah. 
Sorry, Gary. You know, we, we, we got you now. We know everything. Sorry. Exactly. You know, the facts are the facts, Jack. Yeah, you get know, your so. cryptos off the exchanges before Gary yeah. comes for them first and takes all of it. <laughs> yeah, not your key, hey, not your crypto. It's yeah. sad but true. It, it's sad but true. Get you yeah. a Ledger Nano or Elipal Titan or or even a, a software sad. wallet on your phone, like the Sum Wallet app. Yeah, Sum uh, is know, very the strong. The Trust Wallet, the Gorda Wallet. You know, uh, a lot of people ask me, man, I can't afford a, a, a hardware wallet. Well, get you a software wallet. Just make sure you're getting it from the source at the app yeah. store. Make sure it's legit. You set up your seed phrases, whatever you need to do to, to secure it. But yeah, never get it buy, off the exchanges. Yeah, never get buy your, a wallet off of Amazon or eBay. That too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, buy it directly yeah, from the source. Like nano from the 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 uh, country convenience store down the road or whatever. You know, <laughs> it's wrapped yeah. in duct tape. You know, oh, brand new, buddy. Here you go, brand new. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty interesting to see too, because like for instance, my descent is made in Korea, and the ledgers were made in France for a long time, but yeah. the the new nano that just came out is actually made in China, which I find mm-hmm. interesting because China actually has a. I don't know if it's sort of an amendment to their laws, but basically the tech companies in China have to be basically in bed with the government in order to function correctly. So, for instance, Tencent keeps throwing money at all of these American tech companies at Twitter, at Discord, at Snapchat, at all these companies to collect data to sell back to the Chinese government. Yikes. So that's why I'm not really that into ledgers anymore i'll, yeah. I'll stick with my decent well, i've had mine for several years so my keys and my crypto have been locked up in a safe for almost four years yeah but you and, have the uh, french one yeah yeah whatever language and i have ellie pal titan and, and those yeah. are based off of qr codes and and uh and and you know that's what the irs in the united states wants they want our seed phrases so they can see what we're holding they can kiss my ass Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, I, I lost my ledger in a boating accident at Sam uh, <laughs> Raven last week. I don't know what you're talking about. The classic. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so currently, I the government piss you off. I mean, the SEC, yeah. the CFTC, the Feds, the IRS. I mean, they're making a killing. JP Morgan, Goldman Sachs, BlackRock, they're all paying these guys under the table, and we know it. Gary Gensler's worth $119, $120 million. He don't give a shit about the investor. He's trying to get a spot at the Feds as the Federal Reserve Chair. He can give a shit about the investor right now, even though he taught at MIT. I'm just venting. I'm sorry. Sometimes you just got to vent. It's all right, man. We love it. This is the show to vent on right here, baby. Here we are. Take me With all these major institutions and these major investors, they're all planning for a potential recession. Do you have a specific sort of game plan moving forward when it comes to making smart investments in a very volatile cryptocurrency market? Yeah, I'm not going to leave it in the bank. There you go. You know, as a matter of fact, I don't know if you guys know it, but I, I, I have some partners in Houston uh, that pay me monthly in XRP. I don't get paid a U.S. dollar check. I don't get paid, you know, whatever cash. I get paid in XRP. Now, Genius. if I want to convert a little bit of it to pay bills that want to accept XRP right now, like with my Uphold MasterCard, I'll, uh, I'll cash a little bit out, but I'll never leave money in the bank. Did you did you see that did you see that message from Global ID that they're actually discontinuing the XRP Mastercard? Yeah, yeah, they're they're wanting to go decentralized. You know, uh, now I love Uphold. I know JP Terriot personally, a wonderful exchange. Uh, there's a centralized exchange. What Greg uh, Kidd is wanting to do is go totally decentralized with the card. Okay, so it, cool. I know. So I know Ledger's coming out with a, a Visa card. Some of these other wallets, these uh, decentralized wallets are coming. So you're not going to have to worry about a bank or a central intermediary. That It's actually legit. Now, I don't know if we're going to be able to get the 3% XRP back for purchase. They haven't talked about that, but they're going fully decentralized with their next card coming out. Awesome. Yeah, I love to hear that because I've been using that card now for a couple of years. I've made hundreds of XRP off of it. It's been yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. You know, spend your people, you know, go everywhere I go, I say, well, can I purchase this meal or this beer or this whatever with uh, crypto? And they they look at me like a deer in the headlights. And I'll, yeah. I'll hand them my <laughs> Uphold MasterCard and they're like, 
what is this? So that's crypto. I'm paying for this with crypto, you know, and they're like, oh shit, tell me more. And then I'll be in the store, you know, the beer be hot by the time I walk out to my, I have to go get another six pack, you know, cause I've been talking so long, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it, and we're just breaking the tip of the iceberg, you know, where are we going to be, you know, a year from now, what, what, what's going to happen a year from now when banks start custodying crypto in the U S and, and new investors don't even know what a crypto wallet is. They go in their bank, they pay 5% to buy Bitcoin or XRP or Ethereum or whatever. And they don't even know what custody or a wallet, you know, everything we know today, they're, they're not going to see what's going on beneath the, or, you know, underneath like we do today. Yeah. Sure. 100%. So, yeah. They'll be blindsided by it all because they won't even, they'll write down their keys but then throw it away in the shredder five days later because it's like, oh, I don't need this. And then next thing you know, they want to go even or you, to find or, it. Or you forget about it. Yeah. Or even worse, you you care really like hardcore about everything. But, you know, God forbid your your house maybe, you know, catches on fire or floods or something. And all of your, your seed phrases are written down in paper. Those are cooked. <laughs> I have mine locked in several places. Safe deposit box. I have an encrypted... Uh, thumb drive i have a waterproof fireproof safe you know always have a backup plan because uh, never take okay this is everybody needs to know this never take a, a snapshot of your seed phrases i learned that the hard way the cloud, <laughs> upload to the cloud because there's bad actors out there never give your wallet sizes away on social media you all got ten thousand xrp and all of a sudden you start getting these texts from a fake james or xrp hey i could help you reinvest that ten thousand xrp and it's not me it's a freaking imposter trying to be me there's only yeah. one james or xrp and he's right so, here fair enough just be smart don't upload to the cloud any vital information because you know, I get emails all the time from a fake Coinbase, from a fake. I just showed Corbin that today. <laughs> and I guarantee there's someone on the inside sharing our information or we wouldn't get it. Yep. Yeah. There, yeah. There's like, crooked players everywhere. Coinbase. Upload, I, you know, open I'm not sea. Up on, yeah. Open sea, uh, shit, FedEx, Amazon, you get an everywhere. email, delete that son of a bitch. They're never going to contact yeah. you, you know, block them. That's all you do. All you got to do is if you see one of those emails, just go straight to the recipient. I mean, not the recipient, the sender. Just see where that email, like the address of the email, because like I checked yeah, my Coinbase one. Like, um, yeah, it's just got like dot NL or dot whatever country. It's just going to be a bunch you know, of scribbles and yeah, like a, a false <laughs> <laughs> Gmail or something like that. It has to be legit, though. That has to be real. <laughs> <laughs> I'll lose all my crypto if I don't send them my vital information. You know, some. You know, what's sad is so many newbies coming in today think it's real, and you know they just spent a thousand dollars on XRP, and if they don't do this, they're going to lose it all. And you mm -hmm. know, and unfortunately, they lose it all anyway. Yep. Because they yeah. gave away their passwords, they gave away their seed phrases. You know, people are, are they're thinking with their emotions, not with their gray matter. Yeah. Uh, they're phone they're having the fear of missing out and and that's where i get most of my messages hey brad garlinghouse hadn't sent me my xrp back i was on youtube so i'm speaking I was about live. to say that i sent him ten thousand xrp he didn't send me back my hundred thousand what's up with brad oh you got taken buddy <laughs> you got taken you know so it's sad i mean we can laugh about it and people say i can't believe they're that stupid but i mean think about it if if you were new to investing in something you really didn't know what you were doing and you saw possibly the opportunity to make life better for your family by just doing one thing, which is, you know, people do it. And, and yeah. I hate it for them. Yeah, you know, I, I really hate it for them because they're uh, thousands, you know, a lot of them are from different countries still in your crypto. And, and I try to report as many as I can. I report all the imposters on YouTube. I report and uh, turn in all the imposters on all social media outlets trying to be me or anybody else. And But, it, you know, as this space grows, the scammers are going to grow. So you have yep. to do your due diligence and you have to be really particular about what you're doing every day in this space, whether it comes to, you know, passwords, seed phrases, even sending crypto to another wallet. A lot of you don't know that the blockchain is not backed by federal deposit insurance corporation if you send your crypto to another one of your wallets and you screw up there's nobody to give you your crypto back if you if you did it wrong so before sending a hundred thousand xrp to a ledger nano send 30 xrp from uphold to your nano 
if you feel comfortable sending a thousand at a time, do it that way. But don't send it all at one time, not knowing what you're doing. You forgot to key something in. It's just, you know, things like this that people don't realize are so crucial because you could lose your life savings in five seconds if you yeah. do it wrong. Yeah, every aspect is very vital. It's a big deal. And and I try to reiterate these facts on my YouTube channel, Crypto Twitter, because a lot of the the influencers, they just talk about the news. They show videos of Brad Garlinghouse, Gary Gensler, but they don't talk about the bad things, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, and and I try, that's what makes me different is because being a crypto teacher, I feel that I'm responsible for sharing the things that I'm seeing that people are doing wrong. You know, I, I feel responsible for that. I'm not responsible for your decisions. Of course. But of I course. feel that, that since I see so much negativity and things happening to people, I want to share what I see with the world. And you sure. want to educate people right from wrong. Exactly. That's it, That's it baby. That's yep. what it's all about. Who's your most favorite crypto influencer out there besides yourself? Of course. Uh, believe it or not, uh, the first one I actually started watching was uh, Digital Asset Investor. Nice. Sure. Quality. Uh, he, he, and he's, you know, he's, he's, he's gained some recognition. He, yes. He's, uh, he, he's one of the, the crypto Twitter sleuths that have been uh, getting all this information out about the SEC and, and, and my hat's off to him. But yeah, he was one of the first ones I started watching. I mean, there's several. You got the Bearable Bull. Yep. You got Kevin Cage. I've been watching uh, Brad Kimes. Dig, uh, shit, there's so many. We all watch each other. You know, we all, <laughs> yeah. we all share big the news on crypto Twitter. Yep. You know, they we talk about them, they talk about us. We're just one big happy family in this crypto of course. space. Yeah. You know. Incredible. Mhm. What is uh back to XRP? What is your your favorite source of utility when it comes to XRP's tech such as, you know, ODL and their on their uh, you know, other technologies that Ripple has been, you know, steadily adding to, you know, Ripple's blockchain technology? Well, for Ripple, you know, on-demand liquidity is incredible because it uses XRP, mm -hmm. you know, as the fuel, as a liquidity source. You got RippleNet as well. Uh, really, on the XRP ledger, what's been phenomenal for me to see lately are all these other ecosystems building, like the ones I talked about earlier. All, yep. you know, I'm an ambassador for four or five of them now. Uh, the Sum Wallet app, I could send my sister... Uh, XRP for Christmas, and I don't have to go through a bank. It goes straight from my XRP wallet to her wallet. If she wants to spend it on her end, cash it out or whatever, that's up to her. Yeah. But, you know, three to five seconds, when I get paid every month, this in three to five seconds. If it takes 30 seconds, I'm sweating. I'm like, oh, shit, where, you know, where, where, where's, my, where's my deposit? It took 30 seconds. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, some exchanges do take a little bit longer. So if you're sending, like, from a bit true to your wallet or an uphold to your wallet, be patient. Even though the transaction in real time does take three to five seconds, I think the KYC factors, making sure that the networks are legit. If, if you see, all of a sudden you see a bull run and XRP goes up to $1.50 and you're trying to cash out or whatever, be patient because what's happening is are these networks are becoming overloaded. It happens yeah. to Coinbase all the time. Um, Uphold, I, I got with JP Terrier, they all, throughout the year they do a uh, stress test on the exchange, which is freaking phenomenal because yeah. they do scenarios where, say, a million people are all of a sudden on the network trying to do this, and, and they, they're thinking outside the box, you know, they're, and, and I don't know what Coinbase does, I, I don't know, uh, you know, Coinbase is huge, they're, you know, I use Coinbase, it was one of my first ones after the original Binance. Yeah, I, I typically try swaying away from Coinbase now. XRP. Yeah, when yeah. they did listed XRP, I was like, oh, y'all piece of shit. Then yeah, they wouldn't give exactly. us a bird. You know, uh, okay, I'm not going to get into it. I'm going to be nice. <laughs> Lord, I apologize. I apologize for all the things I've said. No, they're but. holding my songbird. I sure had XRP <laughs> back when it was listed on Coinbase, and I sure have not received any single songbird, and probably will never. Yeah. Is everybody going to get their flair that was on Coinbase? You know, my yeah. mom, my dad have, have bought XRP on Coinbase and they're set up for flair. Are they going to get it? You know, that's Probably. the question. You know, yeah, it's a great question. We can only, time only will tell. Yeah. Let's talk scenario though. We got two scenarios for you. Scenario one, Ripple loses lawsuit. In your eyes, what do you believe would happen next? After, because we all know Brad's already stated if Ripple was to lose this lawsuit, they're leaving the United States, as they completely should. What, what do you see happening potentially next? 
Well, first of all, Ripple's not going to lose the lawsuit. But, of but course. We'll I mean, we both know that. Devil's yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm hey, I'm moving to Switzerland. If that happens, I'm moving to Switzerland. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to move. I'm moving to Switzerland. They could all kiss our ass. U.S., you know, you leave technology behind. You know, it, it's all because the United States government and the banks are so freaking greedy. Yeah that they want to figure out how to get their hands in the cookie jar instead of letting these fintech companies flourish here. They're so worried about what they're going to get out of it. What's in it for me? Yeah. Right, give me a freaking break. We, we're so educated. We need to have a big-ass Zoom conference with all the representatives, all the congressmen and women in the United States, the CFTC, the SEC, and give them our feedback. I mean, yeah. crypto is not bad. Crypto is not, uh, you know, all for money laundering. It, these ecosystems that are building on top of these networks are phenomenal. They're, they're making the world more efficient, a better place, all of the above. So, uh, you know, like I said... I don't see Ripple losing this, but, uh, you know, it's all shits and giggles, whatever you would call it. Uh, Push. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, That's it, great. it would be an example. If Ripple left the United States, uh, it would definitely be a, uh, a nail in the coffin for the SEC, another nail in that coffin. It'd be a big statement. That's for sure. Yeah. Do you think so? Well, actually, I don't know this. Is Uphold based out of the United States? They're out of the UK. UK. Okay, so they wouldn't necessarily have to delist XRP. That's incredible. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, every yeah. every time I have to send money to my my debit card, I get tr I get charged an international transaction fee because it has to go to Uphold, which is in the UK. And my bank's like, "Oh, we got an international payment." <laughs> Yeah, I had to get with my bank right off the bat and say, look, I'm an influencer. I'm going to be dealing with crypto here and there and everywhere. Just open my shit up. Now, yeah. now if you see a, a credit card transaction in another state besides Texas, that's something else. But sure. if you see me with a Coinbase or an Uphold or whatever, just, you know, let it go. I'm good. Of course. Sure. <laughs> you know, so. so once Ripple wins this lawsuit, or do you speculate market cap and price for XRP post lawsuit, post Coinbase relisting? This is scenario two, by the way. Yes, <laughs> man. I tell you what. I you know I, I interviewed the the managing director of Valhill Capital, Jimmy Valley, last February 2021, and he's a dear friend of mine. And we were talking about if the Feds were to buy back all the XRP, you know, use it, or possible thirty five thousand dollar XRP. People laughed. You know, the actual proposal. I'm on that committee. Was actually sent to the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve has not responded to that paperwork so getting back to xrp after the lawsuit after the relisting i mean without a doubt we're looking at a double digit in no time ten dollar fifteen dollar xrp i mean you could laugh all you want people say, oh it'll never get to that you know when it's the the first legitimate legalized ecosystem cryptocurrency in the united states don't tell me the banks the grayscales the black stones all of the above are going to try to scoop up that uh that uh liquidity as it's released into the ecosystem yeah yeah because okay, so right now so you may not have an opportunity to get an xrp after regulatory clear now there's going to be people selling at different intervals you know people have exit strategies at five dollars i'm going to cash out this much at a hundred dollars i'm going to cash out this much you do you i do me but <laughs> The bulk of it, all the XRPs in escrow that, you know, billions being released every month out of escrow. That's going to be scooped up, whether it be yeah. the IMF, the, the governments, the CBDC, you know, governments, banks around the world. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to be saying I told you so when that happens. Of yeah, course. yeah, exactly. There's uh, definitely a lot more institutions and people than there are, for instance, like Senator Warren's out there that are always just bad mouthing crypto all the time. Oh, it's horrible, man. Yeah. It just makes you want to cringe. You're like, Ugh, you know, just <laughs> the problem with Senator know, Warren hey, is I'm with you, man. You know, I, I don't watch the news on TV anymore. I'm so sick and freaking tired of all the negativity. Yeah. All of my news is online, is on YouTube, is on social media. That's all I need. I try to stay focused, and but but seriously, all the news you see on CNBC and all these sources getting this FUD out there talking about crypto winners, yes, yeah, Celsius has done this, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you have to look past all that. Yeah. And like I stated course. before, you have to look at what you're invested in, look at the underlying ecosystems, 
believe in what you're investing in and hold long term waiting for the dj to show up to the party because the dj is not even there yet we're walking around with a cold drink in our hand but shit there's no music playing yet yeah yeah dj's yeah. not there we're still waiting on that fucker to show up come on <laughs> tiesto come on tiesto let's do some edm bring it on bitch you know, the, problem, so. the problem with the news is they're not going to tell you the best investments they're going to they're going to sway you away from everything that's good and they're going to make sure that you don't know the best of the best they're just going to talk about all the fud and obviously like celsius luna and just bitcoin going on a very downward trend and they're not going to really talk about what is needing to be talked about that's what the news is, is yeah. all negativity. All proper, that, that's yeah, where they yeah. get all their ratings from. You know, ooh, there's a fire here or a war here or, or bullshit COVID here or whatever there. You know, that's where they get all their ratings from is the negativity. And people are yeah. just, my, my dad and mom, every day at 530, they're, they're glued to the TV. I'm like, why do you watch this shit? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, for, watch a, go, go watch a Better Call Saul. There's some new yeah. episodes. Yeah. Hey man, I just called up, man. I tell you what, so good, <laughs> so now, good. Now, now, Breaking Bad is my all-time favorite uh, Me too. series. Sure, yes. the whole thing. Sure, I've given my secrets away now. But Better Call Saul, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, uh, I think here in the next couple weeks they're going to release the the rest of the the second half the, of the yeah. season. Yeah, the the beginning yeah. is oh. very the beginning is very slow, but it's all really solid character development. And then as you, it's it's almost like if. How do I wear this? Like, because Breaking Bad from the get go, you know, from the like the end of season one with the the uh, this is not meth explosion, like you knew it was going to be zero to one hundred real real quick. Yeah. With Better Call yeah. Saul, they focused a lot more on character development. Yeah, because I think they yeah, it's the precursor. Yeah, yeah, they went backwards. Better Call Saul is the precursor to Breaking Bad. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, if if they didn't know that, and we don't want to give away all the breadcrumbs and everything, you know. But uh, but yeah, I mean, okay. So you guys want to know what my top five cryptos are, right? Yeah. Yes, please. You beat us We've to the last. Uh, you know, yeah, <laughs> I have about thirty, and it's I, I really hate to put myself on the spot, but as you know, uh, I'll call it ninety percent of my holdings is XRP. Sure. It's been that way for five years. Uh, XRP is always going to be my top holding. Uh, I have a little bit of XLM. I have kind of mixed emotions. Jeb McCaleb has been selling the fuck out of his XRP that he received. <laughs> I can't Rebel. wait till he's rid so of it. And I have mixed emotions. I mean, Stellar's, you know, doing their thing. He, he uh, might be. One thing to think about is he also might be contractually obligated to do so. Just a thought. I, don't, I, I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but it's a scenario that was thrown at me, you know, long ago. And I was like, huh, no, it could be a possibility. Or, I mean, who's to say it's not going from USD back to XRP? I mean, who knows? <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll never know that. But uh, VeChain, a lot of people give me shit because VeChain's out of China. I tell you what, authenticity hey, on quality. the blockchain. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, the the founder, the CEO used to work for Louis Vuitton, and he was looking for a way to authenticate merchandise items on the blockchain as well as food items, temperature tracking 24-7 through its life cycle from, you know, from uh, the catch to the table or whatever you want to call it. That is phenomenal. VeChain is phenomenal. 2.2 fucking cents right now. I mean, hello. <laughs> People laugh at me. Dude, laugh all you want. I made 18,000. I actually took profits on VeChain last year. I took about 18,000 profit on uh, VeChain last year, and I reinvested uh, here not too long ago. Very but, cool. I'll find out your advice. Not finished. Sure. Uh, you, sure. You got HBAR. You got Hedera Hashgraph, who's based out of Texas. HBAR is a phen uh, phenomenal ecosystem. Cardano, ADA, uh, as well as the ecosystems that I'm now ambassadors for. You know, when you look at a sub penny uh, token that is building on top of the XRP ledger that hasn't even flourished yet, uh, it, it's something to look at. Yeah, yeah, not financial advice, but I'm I'm just gonna tell you this: these are my investments, and and those are my tops right there. So, have yeah. you ever looked I, into? I, have, I don't have any Bitcoin. I don't have any Ethereum. I'm gonna go ahead and get that I. out there. No Bitcoin, no Ethereum, no ERC twenties, none of that shit. Sure. Surprise, I'm surprised uh, Quant wasn't on the list. Yeah, well, he just said no ERC twenties. Oh, fair. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Well, you know, you have the ISO twenty oh twenty two tokens. You got Algo, Myata, or Myata, Iata, Myata, Iata. Yes. I don't know. I, I may have some of those. I don't know. Shit. I mean, I have wallets everywhere. <laughs> I'm diversified not only on crypto, but my wallets are everywhere. They're everywhere. I have to keep track and lock it in the safe. But uh, yeah, it, it's fun to be able to diversify because 
as the price of my major main investment goes up, it's going to give me an opportunity to invest in more projects or pops possibly invest in more ripple it linked to you know you have to be an accredited investor to actually buy the the equity shares of ripple the company ripple yeah. the company and xrp are not the same so of many course. news sources are saying ripples xrp or xrp yeah. from ripple no they're not the same ripple uses xrp in their software to yes. make payments around the world through the banking ecosystem if ripple didn't exist xrp, XRP still would created before yeah xrp was created before ripple ripple yep. was open coin before so a lot of people don't know that a lot of people are uneducated they call yeah, it yeah little brain yeah all that bs uh, yeah. but we're good i mean we're at the right place at the right time and and i'm, I'm just honored that i have the opportunity not only to chat with you guys to get this information out around the world every day you know crypto twitter youtube TikTok, whatever it's fun it's passionate and i love doing what i'm doing yeah i've got one last question for you because we talked about nfts on the xrpl and stuff I and mean, you stated off some projects that you're ambassadors for have you ever looked into uh, the xrp junkies by chance uh matter of fact i've been in chat with that guy yeah uh, that's a, that's a great guy community right there i'll tell you yeah, that. He, he's out of austin and he's actually sent me some uh kind of behind the scenes uh video clips of his metaverse he's creating in the bar and all that stuff yeah i, I know him well As a matter of fact uh once he really goes live i wouldn't doubt it if i would i would become an ambassador for that project as well so it's definitely it something to keep your eye out for yeah they're, they're doing yeah. great work over there they're they're partnered with a whole entire game development team and everything it's, it's the real deal and yeah there's a lot behind the scenes that i really can't testify for yet but we'll, we'll yeah, also know yeah, they're, they're all incredible you know there, there's always going to be rug pulls out there but uh, you know all we can do is is invest have faith in our investments and every once in a while if something fails it's just life you know i mean just yep. like stock just like the stock market if a company fails there's nothing we can do about it it's a chance we took yeah and uh hopefully we're all taking the right chance in our investments today that's gonna uh, make an impact on future generations. Uh, you know, once in a lifetime chance today for future generations. This this may not happen in another three or four hundred years. I mean, who knows? Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's incredible. Actually, one last thing. So, like, with these <laughs> NFT projects, sorry, with these <laughs> NFT projects on now, the XRP. Thirty minutes. 30 I'm so minutes. sorry. <laughs> Uh, with this with the nft projects developing on the xrpl and stuff it's a possibility for these projects to basically make you more xrp on top of your xrp that you invest in and then obviously we all have been speculating that xrp goes to double digits soon possibly triple digits not financial advice but that's basically like a double uh, that's a that's a double standard win if the project you're investing into is a quality project that long term does very well wouldn't you say right yeah, I mean, not only that, think about Flare. When Flare comes out, you yeah. have all these wrapped assets, these F assets. You're going to be able to allocate your XRP to the network, and you're going to be getting all these other assets just for having your XRP there. I mean, it's DeFi to the max. You know, we're not worrying about a central intermediary, our governments, all that bullshit. We're doing yeah. it ourselves because we can. And, and yeah, double-digit, triple-digit XRP is coming. I don't know when, but it's coming. I mean, I have faith. I, it's coming. You know, these NFTs, these the tokenization of things, XLS20, there's so many things that we don't know about that are taking place that are going to melt faces. Faces are going to melt. Yep. Of course. They're absolutely going to melt. Wait till we take over the derivatives market, then it's game over. <laughs> Quadrillion. <laughs> come on, baby. Come on. All the money, baby. James, hey, we thank wait, you wait. once again for coming on the podcast, and we appreciate everything you've ever given us. And once again, it's been a pleasure. My pleasure. Let's do it again. Of course. We'd love to. Well, right. ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, this has been the All Kings Podcast, and we will see you next episode. Oh, <laughs> almost knocked it over. Thanks, James. Thank you.